0: okay it's yeah, zero nine hundred hours thank you uh good morning everybody welcome thanks for our last uh regular commissioner's quarter of the year and uh we'll try to get through this as quick as we can so you can get home and finish wrapping your pipes do i have a motion i move we open is there a second second all in favor aye, aye. all opposed motion carries unanimous to, to the flag, flag of the united states,
1: america, of, united united of, united united states of
2: america united and to the republic for which it stands one nation under god indivisible with liberty and justice sorrow on honor texas today we pledge allegiance to the
0: Texas. one state under god one and indivisible god and creator we thank you for another beautiful day in fayette county another day of precious life for all of us here today we ask that you be with our citizens of the county as this so-called bomb cyclone whatever it's called blows through and be with our first responders if and as they are called out tonight to keep all of us safe we also ask today that you give us wisdom courage integrity to make the right decisions today on issues brought to our attention in the best interest of those who have put us in office in your name we pray amen that's what they call it a bomb cyclone so I don't know what that is bomb okay uh our first agenda item is to consider and take appropriate action approving the following minutes from our previous meeting of December the 8th 2022 clerk <throat> good morning judge good morning <laughs> I move to approve the minutes from December 8, 2022. Recommend. Is there a second? Second. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. 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 All opposed? The motion passes unanimously. We'll sign those minutes. <coughs> Item number two is our open public comments, petitions, requests, or statements by the public. <clears throat> Does anyone here have any comments or record? Please, sir, just identify yourself and the floor when is yours.
3: Mike Wallace, I'm the president of the Monument Hill Property Owners Association. Uh, I know one commissioner, probably all of y'all are aware that Frontier has contracted with an underground boring company by the name of Housley Group. Uh, They went before this court, I understand, and got a permit to be able to come on (coughs) to their easement and cut holes to install fiber optics in the Bluthaven Frischoff area. So far, uh, they've been there and they have cut through all of the underground utilities. They've hit water, Sewer yesterday, they hit a gas line uh, and they hit an, an electric line from Fayette Electric. Uh, the they said, I asked them when I when I learned of it, uh, I contacted the uh, our secretary who said that they she was aware that they were coming in, they marked the lines, but she was not aware of the extent of where they were going and how they were doing it. So all of these utilities marked the lines as best they could. Uh, The company didn't notify any property owners, to my knowledge, as to what they were doing. The second day they were there on the street, I went out and I asked, don't you notify property owners? And one of the guys said, oh, didn't you get this door flyer? And, And I said, no, and I don't think anyone else did. So he gave me the flyer representing... The Housley Group, of which there's a phone number and an email address, neither of which work. Uh, we, they were had their boring machine on my lawn, broke my sprinkler system. They did come, and I think they may have repaired it. I don't know because it's so wet, we can't tell whether it's whether it's happened. Yesterday, uh, when I was going through the neighborhood, I smelled gas. I asked. The gentleman uh, who was uh, standing around looking at at the hole in the ground—did you notify anyone? Yes. Did you call 911? Yes. So I called 911 and I said, "These guys ran into uh, a—they cut a gas line. Are you all notified? No. But we'll get the fire department up there shortly thereafter." Greg arrived, a deputy sheriff arrived, a fire truck arrived, and I think a couple of hours later, they were able to uh, take care of the gas leak. You know, I don't mind, but right before Christmas, and not hearing from the county, not hearing from this boring company, not hearing from Frontier, and just looking out there and then having uh, to be without water, uh, when they hit the six-inch line, we had a boil water notice out there. There are a lot of very angry people at, in, in our Property Owners Association, uh, and, I, and I say angry, they are angry, and they're angry again at, at the commissioners, and the, and the judge, and, and, and your office. Y'all gave the permit, and they're out there before Christmas. I don't know if there's anything you can do, uh, I, I, I just want you to be aware. That your taxpayers that pay pretty dearly on their homes up in Frisco are hacked. They're hacked off. And if you have, I know y'all can't respond. You can't do anything. Uh, I would, I would, I don't know what what to say other than I've heard, but I don't believe anything that I've, I've heard from uh, Housley. Uh, I've heard they're not going to be working Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday because of the holidays, and and that's certainly positive. We can do without water. We've been there and done that before. Um, I I just hope that when they hit gas lines, they would at least call and get the authorities to come in and take a look at it so we don't blow up the neighborhood.
0: Yeah, your comments are very important to us. And although by state code, no, we can't get into a discussion, but we can based on the comments make sure that it's put on an agenda item for a future commissioner's court i would say this is probably serious enough to strongly consider that so uh that's what i would tell you and thank you for bringing it to public
4: attention
3: thank you i don't know whether the commissioner has authority to be able to delay the thing i can tell you that i know the water district's lines are very poorly marked uh, and that's because the people that marked them on the map 30, 40 years ago, they're all dead. And, uh, you know, they're, they're, you know they're, they're gone. However, the gas company, the electric company, uh, those folks, and the telephone company, those folks who know how to mark their lines, and they've marked them. And every one of them have been cut by this company.
1: Okay.
3: Thank you very much, sir. And I understand about open meetings thank the you school superintendent all of that stuff so thank you though. Right, thank, thank you, you for
0: bringing it to our attention uh commissioners uh <clears throat> without a motion oh, there are there questions? any other
4: comments or public comments yes I got one please
0: one. please yes sir please stand up identify yourself to report right, okay. uh, um my
5: name is joe carini i've lived up in the subdivision of haven for 28 years as mike has just explained to y'all, um, these people showed up. I don't think that matters, I really don't. Um, we can all sit around and point fingers at each other at this point in time, it's the Frontier, it's the Water District, it's the gas company, it's Fayette Electric, who cares? We have the people digging in the whole ground and digging up lines. This is extremely dangerous. We hit gas lines last night, And as Mike just told you, they didn't inform, they informed their boss. Well, that would have done us a lot of good if he was up, if he was even around. Mike called the police and got somebody out there to shut this down. Everybody sitting up there, you can't say you didn't know. We are putting our county in a liability to do something today because, I mean, they're digging and digging up They have proved that they do not, who cares who marked the lines wrong? The lines are wrong. They've dug up six different lines in two days, three days. We can't keep going. We can't just go through Christmas holiday and then we'll deal with it on Monday or Tuesday, excuse me. But this is a serious matter that needs to be taken care of today. If it doesn't, we can't say we didn't know. We did know and there are liabilities And we can't wait for a disaster to happen and say boy we should have stopped that so please what i'm asking for is you please consider this and consider it immediately
0: thank you well i'll tell you before i go home today uh we'll check in to see what could be done because i think it is that serious too okay
1: Okay. Any other any other comments or petitions?
0: Okay, do I have a
3: motion? I move
6: we accept all comments. Close public comments.
0: Is there second? Second. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed, the motion carries unanimously. Thanks, Mr. Wallace. Thank you all for coming. Appreciate it. Agenda item number three is to appoint Commissioner <laughs> Jason McBroom as the county judge pro tem for 2023. You got any comments you want to make? I'll do it. Do you think you can handle it? I'll
7: do my best. We gotta work on the prayer. I'll work on the prayer I, mean, I know you'll be I know you'll be looking after me on that one, so make sure calling
4: in. But I have a motion. I move we appoint Commissioner Jason McBroom as county judge pro tem for 2023
0: is there a second second any further discussion all in favor Aye. all Aye. opposed the motion carries unanimously <clears throat> agenda item four is a and sign and order designating day of the week and location of regular terms and setting schedule of fayette county commissioner's court regular meetings for 2023 and that is before us that order that's a move is there a second second any further discussion all in favor aye, aye. all opposed the motion carries unanimously agenda order uh agenda item five is to consider take appropriate action in appointing reappointing members to the fayette county historical commission for the 2023-2024 term of service for the fayette county historical commission Um, this is the
8: list that i got from bobby nash okay um so um they sit on the their uh historical commission every two years and then we reappoint them and then i will send this to um the the main office in austin
7: okay I move we appoint the members of the Fayette County Historical Commission for the year 2023 through 2024 term of service for the Fayette <coughs> County Historical Commission.
0: Is there a second? Second. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. 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 All opposed? Motion carries unanimous. Agenda item six discuss and consider take appropriate action concerning an expired lease agreement between Fayette County, lesser owner of Fayette Regional Air Center Airport, and IMCO, the lessee deborah you and i think we have blake here to discuss so attorney so you want to mm-hmm. present so um <clears throat> the mco lease uh, as far as i can tell
9: it was it uh, expired back in 2017 i think that blake had to get involved to interpret the legal part of this, uh, the original land lease um So at the end of the lease, the the property, the physical building is supposed to revert to the possession of the county. So this particular building does need some repairs on it, and so um, there's been a bid on fixing the hangar so that we can lease it out. Um, If we choose to make those repairs ourselves, before we spend the money on making the repairs to the hangar, we need to uh, address the runway pump issue.
0: Okay. Address the what?
9: The runway pump. The, hump the, the
0: runway. Okay.
9: That was slated for. Why, right. why that is that? It, from the why that was, is that
0: associated with this hangar lease?
9: Because if we're going to put any money towards this hangar, we have I, I negotiated with Fayette Aero, the FBO to actually pay for and make those repairs to that hangar to make it. Sound uh, in exchange for uh, a reduced rate on their lease with automatic increases in the the rent uh, every year for um, I think a 10 year lease and then renegotiating it at that point.
0: Was that, did we approve that? No, that's that's the next Has this thing been empty for this many
9: years? No, it's actually been in use. Who's been using it? Fayette Arrow. We've had, um, there's a helicopter that was based out there for several months at a time that was doing power line or transmission work um, and they were using it for a while. It's, it's, a, it's available to transit type. Um, and, uh, actually, I think that uh, the uh, forestry service guys were using it. During
6: the summer as well. Who paid for the original hangar and stuff for the
9: building? Well, it was originally American Muffler, then it changed to International
1: Muffler
7: Company. Mm-hmm. Well, for this specific agenda item, it's okay. The building is 100% ours. We are going to take possession of it with this agenda item. Yes. Right. Yes, we, we put that in our. Uh, this was just added in before the next one to make sure yeah. we actually own it. Right, okay. to make sure
4: everything is right. So right. that's right. All right. Huh. So huh, I mean, how much money are you talking about on repairs?
9: It was in excess of twenty-five
4: thousand. Okay.
7: <coughs> that may be something. I mean, Freddy's could look at it too and see mm-hmm. if something can be done in house. Yeah. Blake, did you wanna, did you
0: have anything else you wanted to add? No. Okay. Let's get to the next. Okay. This so nice. this particular this agenda then is just to get make sure. She's in the the hands of the county accepting it.
7: Okay. So as far as an action, we just need to say we're there's an expired lease and we'll be taking possession of the building as of today. So I move we take possession Mm -hmm. of the hangar that has the expired lease agreement between Fayette County and MCO at the Fayette County Regional Air Center
0: second second any further discussion all in favor aye. aye all opposed the motion carries unanimously okay now agenda item seven is to consider and take action on lease agreement between fayette county owner of now owner of the fayette regional air center airport hangar and fayette aero the lesser for less for lease of airport hangar 101 formerly known as MCO hangar we have the lease here.
4: But this lease agreement is known that they're going to make the repairs? Yes. So we may not approve this if we're going to make the repairs ourselves, right? I mean, that's up for discussion.
7: I mean, I kind of... I, I would rather just keep it the same and we do all the repairs ourselves and get maybe we can get some in-house people to go do it, especially if it's slow this time of year. The other thing is, I think the price needs to be discussed between the, the advisory board because I mean, everybody's going to have a stake. I mean, the money coming in it gets offset by everybody's percentage, which is on the advisory
4: board. What kind of repairs are needed? I mean... It listed on the last oh, yeah. uh, yeah. okay. page, but some it's
9: structural beams it's a, that are rusted
10: okay. out at the base.
0: Well, why don't we do this if we're not in any emergency situation here? Is push this before the has the advisory board, airport advisory board, looked at this or met on this? Why don't we do that first and then bring it back to the, can
4: we do that, bring it back to the court? Yeah. There's a lot of things on here that, and then between all kinds, we, we're, they're more than capable of doing a lot of these things and probably doing it a lot. I mean, Freddie used to build metal buildings. erect so. buildings and so they know firsthand exactly what needs to be done. I'd rather do that or I anything. Mean, yeah. We've got to the now. We know what to do with this.
6: Absolutely. Well, okay.
7: yeah. we'll get out there. Let's go out there next week sometime and we'll look at it and see what we can do.
9: you just do your Wednesday, please?
4: What happened? It's
9: fine. I have vacation mean, scheduled. Yeah,
4: that's fine. If not, we'll get okay? it for think, first year. Okay. So we'll, we can do that. Okay. Do you need to just defer action items
6: uh,
11: to a future meeting?
4: Yes. W- when, when can we have a meeting then with the advisory board? I mean, when are we going to Soon schedule the next? sometime in january. january
9: it's
4: going
1: to have to be january, january.
0: Yeah. too much going on that's fine At the end of the year. okay so we just defer action there's no action okay. or, or move. we'll defer to, defer to a future meeting
1: okay, yeah. okay. all right well, big the rush now.
6: has been sitting there since 17. Yeah. okay
0: so are we gonna, we're gonna have a motion to defer this thing yeah. i move we defer
4: item seven to our yeah. future commission court meeting okay
0: is there a second second any further discussion All in favor? Aye. 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 All
4: opposed, the motion carries unanimously.
0: (coughs) Agenda item eight, consider and take appropriate action by signing an order to include the following road located in the High Hill Ranch subdivision. High Hill, thanks, Deborah. High Hill Ranch Road in High Meadow Court East in Precinct Four as a county owned and maintained road. Good morning, commissioners. It's been a year
12: since it came to commissioner's court As substantially completed, and so now would be the time the county
6: maintains it. I went out there and inspected it. The road is perfect, there's nothing wrong with it. There's a little washout in the ditch, they're taking care of it as we speak and everything. So it's all good to go. Mm -hmm. go. And
8: I just want to point out there are some clerical errors on the one that is attached in your packet, but we have fixed that. And so there is the corrective order there that has all of the stuff that you and John spoke about. Yeah.
6: Because at first it showed the High Hill Ranch Road going a little bit farther than what they actually did because somebody bought the whole bottom half so that instead of doing a future project down there and expanding the subdivision farther, somebody just bought the whole area. So that came to an end right there at the intersection. The road actually only goes 24 foot past the intersection and stops. So that's what had to be changed. Okay. Yeah. That little piece of V is on the back, it only goes 24 foot right there. I approve signing an order to include the following road located in the High Hill Ranch subdivision: High Hill Ranch (coughs) Road and High Hill High Metal Court East, the precinct four, as a county-owned and maintained road.
0: Is there second? Second? Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. 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 All opposed? Motion carries unanimously. Agenda item nine is discussion concerning the process of a private road becoming a county maintained road.
6: I asked to have this put on there since this is the first one I've dealt with. The one thing that concerned me is whenever you go out there and you look at this road that we just accepted, it's one year, and that's what we have in our regulations. One year since it was established, and now the county takes it over. At this time, there's no house in the actual subdivision that's built yet. They just now started uh, working on two slabs, hauling in dirt for the foundation and all that stuff. and my concern is is that you know we went out there when they were building it they dug it out they put limestone base they packed it the way we're supposed to they built it it looks good and everything but you still never know how a roads going to hold up until you have heavy traffic put on it the year is up already almost zero to none uh, of the heavy traffic has been put on there yet now the county takes it over all the lots are slowly but surely getting sold well now whenever the county has to maintain that road now all the heavy traffic is going to come in the concrete trucks the construction trucks and all that stuff. Well, if the road doesn't hold up now, well, we're already past our one-year point, so now the county has to go in and fix it. You know, you, you look at that, then you look at some of the other subdivisions. Whenever they first plat the subdivisions, you know, they have 10, 12, 14 lots that are in there. A lot of times whenever these realtors or uh, developers can't sell all these properties for what they wanted, well, then they start combining them. So here you thought you are gonna have all the tax money from 10, 12, 14 houses built on here, to where you could be able to maintain a road and you would get money for it. Well, then they go ahead and they (coughs) combine a whole bunch. Somebody comes in, they buy half the subdivision, and you only have two or three houses, and you have this big, huge, long road down there that the county has to maintain. I don't know if we need to change it. Somehow, I know it's going to take a lot of work and thought process and Clint and Amber's office and everybody and the commissioners, but I don't know if we need to extend it to... Longer years, two years, or if we need to put something in there to where after 50% of the subdivision is developed, then the county takes it over. I don't, I don't know. I just brought this up today because it just happened, so I figured I'd put it on everybody's mind and start thinking about it. Maybe in January we can revisit it and see what we can come up with. But I just don't want the county being on the hook for all these roads and uh,
7: they fall apart whenever all the construction starts. Or so. like you could do a like 75% sold, yeah, something mm-hmm. like that. I have one subdivision on 154. Uh, right outside of West Point. I think was put in in the late 90s. And forever there was one house. And just in the past few years, there's been two houses a- added. So there's three houses and three roads. Uh, and most of it's mm-hmm. not even on... I mean, they just use one road. They're all by each other. Yeah. So it's just sitting there. Yeah. I mean...
6: I mean, I don't know the south end it isn't that prevalent to have all these, but I don't know the north end. Luke, yeah, got, yeah, I, mean, I mean, every meeting we have more and more up there. And yeah. so, I mean, that's a... That's a lot of stuff to have to maintain one day. And if, if all of them slowly but surely start going bad once construction starts, well, man, he's going to be inundated with work and swamp and He doesn't have enough money in his budget to take care of that. So uh, I'm just trying to look out for the county a little
4: bit. Yeah. So. You're right. I mean, you know, you start getting, you know, a lot of concrete trucks. They can, they can really, they'll, they'll tell you if your road is any good or not after.
2: What, what
7: was the intent of the one year?
2: So it sits there.
7: So I mean, somebody couldn't poorly build a road, and it, and then it just falls apart, and the county was stuck with it. It's to sit there for a while, but that's the issue. Is most if it sold and houses were being built during that, you'd see how it holds up. But in this case, like he says, nothing started being built to the very end. Yeah, Yeah. and And I mean the
6: way the the way the lay of this land is, and a bunch of the other ones that I've seen, is that the the property slopes so bad. So whenever they come in and they build there their pads for their foundation. I mean, they're hauling tons of fill dirt. Yeah. Uh, I know the property yeah. that they're working on now, but they're going to build it up. Oh, man, I think it's like, I don't know, four or five foot on one side. So think about how many trucks are going to be bringing in field dirt in there and tearing up the roads and stuff like that. So, I don't
4: know. like I said, it's just something to think about. You can build a really, really pretty road and build it really poor but make it look good. <laughs> but then the traffic will tell you if it's any good or not. That, that could be an issue. So
0: we need to look at our... Uh, Subdivision regs, right mm-hmm. then or our road? the have to do our road. See if we need to modify or amend. Okay.
6: Whenever mm-hmm. uh, everybody comes back in January from Do
0: you vacation.
6: have any comment from the permitting office? You no, I did
0: tell
13: Clint to talk to him about it a little bit, and he does see Drew's point, but he's just trying to figure out what would be the best way to push it, mm-hmm. whether it's a fifty percent.
4: It's, it's going to be. It needs to be addressed, and I think we just everybody. How can we? What, what do we need to do to get with our permitting our office and our? In we just interest. need to accept
7: all comments and go yeah. get with Clint when he gets yeah. back and mm-hmm. work some out, and then come back to the court
4: It's legitimate so mm-hmm. we accept all comments on the item nine and address this at a future meeting. Sir, second. Second.
0: Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. 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 All opposed? The motion carries unanimously. <coughs> Agenda item 10 approve the application for permit to lay temporary water line in road right away submitted by Magnolia Oil and Gas Operating LLC for said water line to be placed along Rocky Creek Road, Ruther Road, Fritch Road, Barron Road, Rosnoff Road, all in precinct two. Public <coughs> County Road is located in Fayette County, Texas
8: all application fees have
14: been paid and all the paperwork is complete long way and they were supposed to call you
1: did they yeah okay
15: no they they contacted me all is good i moved to approve the application submitted by magnolia All and gas operating llc Delay a temporary water line in the said road right of ways.
0: Is there a second? Second. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. All Aye. opposed? The motion carries unanimous. Agenda item 11 approve the routing agreement and road use bond agreement submitted by Magnolia Oil and Gas LLC for said companies overweight loads. The travel is indicated on the ma- attached map on the following roads: Alamanchik Loop Precinct Two, All Public County, uh, pu- Public County Road in Fayette County, Texas. They also
12: all the was completed.
15: They are going back into existing one, correct? Yes. Going to this map, they're going back where they were before. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
14: <coughs> okay.
15: I moved to approve the agreement between Magnolia Oil and Gas for the overweight permit on um, Holmichek Loop Precinct Two.
0: Is there a second? Second? Any further discussion? I uh, I just I don't know if this is the time to it, but in these applications, we ask them. They they lay out where they're putting water lines, the weights of the truck. I mean, we get all that. Is there anything in that application where they tell us where they're getting their water from?
13: Not in the application. I think when they call the commissioner to notify them of it, the kind of commissioner may ask.
7: It depends on which company it is. Some of them know where they're going to get it from. Some of them wake up in the morning and say, "I need water from here. Can I get it now?" And that's the next item. Had
15: like like this particular one is coming from a big reservoir that supplies a lot of the drilling in that area. Mm-hmm. And they'll go down a textile road and then they're gonna be coming down my roads to get to the location. Yeah. Well, they they usually have a
4: They do in like Penn Virginia they'll yeah. own they'll have several fracking ponds that may be several miles away and they just use the same fracking pond for their different sites they have, I think. Most
7: of this is surface water, not groundwater though, mm-hmm. that they use. Okay.
4: All right. All in favor? Aye.
0: Aye. All opposed, the motion carries name. Agenda item 12 approved the application for permit to lay temporary water line and road right way submitted to Dallas Petroleum Group, LLC, for said water line to be placed along Greens Creek Road and Withers Road in Precinct 1, a public county road located in Fayette County, Texas.
16: So they have also paid all their fees and the paperwork is complete. They did email
7: their 48 hour notice. Their hour notice of once approved, it.
12: they can start right <laughs>
7: I still move.
0: Is there a second? Second. Are we seeing more of this?
7: Oil and gas? About the same. I guess. But this is, I mean, this company has been in the Greens Creek area for quite some time, and you had kind of on the same side I got about the same ones. Okay.
15: All
0: in favor? Aye, Aye. Aye. All opposed? The motion carries unanimously. Agenda item 13. Here, a report from our EMS director. Uh,
17: good morning. So, for the month of November, uh, we billed five hundred ten thousand dollars on two hundred sixty-three billable runs. We ran about hundred and six more runs that weren't billable or that weren't processed at the year at the day of the generation of the month in report. Um, I got an email the other day kind of explaining some of the decrease in some of the Medicare billing we've seen. Uh, there, there's there been like a 2% sequestration of Medicare. Um, there's another percentage of uh, Medicare that's being sequestered, but they've delayed that 10 years to 2032. We'll see what happens in federal politics between here and then. Um, EMS is uh, actively having conversations with Senator, or pursuing conversations with Senator Coburn's office um, with the state of Texas. You know, in general, EMS agencies in the state of Texas have seen about a 90% increase in their cost of doing business, Um, and Medicaid, Medicaid, Texas Medicaid, is still only um, paying us about 4% of what we bill, Um, and um, the problem doesn't look like it's getting better. We've received pretty massive increases in the quotes of uh, our ambulances, our equipments, getting another increase in January. Most of the vendors are increasing their cost for equipment in January. Um, so we're gonna be trying to meet with Senator Kolkhorst and talk about Medicaid reimbursement and how the state can help. Um, we're not holding our breath that that's gonna change uh, because the lieutenant, lieutenant Governor has made it very clear that he has no intentions of expanding Texas Medicaid. Um, unfortunately, that, that burden is just gonna get passed on uh, to counties to handle if the state doesn't do something Uh, Medicaid is the worst reimbursement model that we deal with. Period. Um, We will start in January working on a report to submit to Texas Medicaid for a supplemental payment program that we will be able to uh, hopefully get reimbursement in March for some of the money that we've incurred. Um, And this isn't done on base based on what we build, this is done on base based on what costs our department. So, Judy and myself and the auditor's office. Um, are going to be tracking a lot of cost data and looking up and we'll have to submit a report to Texas Medicaid. We'll also have to submit a report to Medicare, a one-time only report, similar to what doctors have to do and hospitals have to do. Um, The hope, um, I'm not foolish here, the hope is that Medicare will see that what they're paying us is not covering the bills and they will increase their reimbursement model. Again, I'm not going to hold my breath. Uh, That's why
0: they after they increase our Medicare and our Social Security. Yeah, so they-
17: it's going to be it's it's a hard time for healthcare right now. Uh, you know, there's a there's a huge problem in rural hospitals. You know, shutting down in Texas. Um, that problem is going to increase. It's going to have an increased impact on EMS. Um, we have been able to use about thirty two thousand dollars this year of state money to send our employees to paramedic school um, at no cost to the county. Provided that they graduate. Um, and so, you know, that's gonna be a good thing. That's gonna help increase, kind of add players to our bench, so to speak, as the judge likes to say. Um, but that's, I mean, in general, that's what's going on in EMS right now. We're training a, a bunch of new people, um, which is good news. Applications have started to come in. We've made some really good hires lately. Um, do you guys have any? The station in Schulenburg probably still looking at a January completion. The painters were supposed to be there this week, but it's questionable as to whether or not they were gonna paint with the weather being the way it is. Um, that's about it for my report, unless you guys have some questions.
0: You know, I think it's interesting. Our state legislatures get pretty excited about bragging about the fact that we're gonna have a $30 billion surplus in the state treasury going into the legislature this fall i wonder if anybody's thought about is there possibly room for any legislation to assist our ems and our and some of these other you know first providers and stuff that are struggling and having issues with this uh i don't know i mean if 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 the federal government won't do it maybe the state
17: government in the, last in the last legislative session in Texas, they did something. You know, I don't I don't want to come across like they're not doing anything to help EMS. They invested, I think it was $26 million directly to educating EMS people in the state of Texas. And they tied that reimbursement to these people actually have to work on ambulance. Something, something like 60% of the people in the state of Texas that carry a paramedic license don't work on an ambulance. They carry an active license, but they either work in a hospital um, or... A thousand other opportunities or they work in administrations uh, so they tied this money to you have to actually sit on an ambulance for two years and work if you're going to take this money um, but the Medicaid's a big political football so they uh, right. when Dan Patrick says they're not going to extend Medicaid they're you know generally not going to extend Medicaid but uh, hopefully well, well could maybe.
0: there my my just my thing is could there be a separate piece of legislation that I mean do the Medicaid yeah, they come, but I, I don't know. We can talk to Senator course about that.
17: Well, I'd like to, I'd like to take this opportunity to thank the Judge, uh, you know, A for hiring me, giving me the opportunity to serve the county, um, B for supporting us along with other commissioners. Thank you all for your support of BMS and helping us get to a spot where we're kind of prepared to absorb some of this impact that we're facing right now. Um, it's been a joy working for you. I don't know if any of you have ever interviewed with a three-star Marine General, but it's a pretty uh, intimidating thing we'll to walk um, into. And I appreciate all the support you've had for me and for our department over the time I've been here.
0: Are you looking for a pay raise?
17: <laughs> I mean, if you want to do something in your last couple of days as long as know, it doesn't take it back. I mean,
7: appreciate, <laughs>
0: appreciate your comments. Thanks,
7: Josh, and all you've done. Josh, you said that the reimbursement rate with Medicaid is 4% of what you <clears throat> what you bill on on average yeah. so, it's so you, you bill out it's I mean your total gross charges are just so everybody knows these numbers is 5.3 million dollars of gross charges 8.1 percent of that was Medicaid and you're only going to get paid four percent of that
17: correct so about it's not on big. average and again what we charge isn't necessarily a, a reflection of what it costs us to run a call it's industry-wide this is what we have to do to pay the bills because they're going to pay us based on a percentage, not based on what we can prove we need. On average, I think we bill about, for an ALS ambulance run, I think we bill about $2,000, and I think we collect about $500 if we're lucky. for lucky.
6: So this year the gross
17: billing is way less, but we made way more in profit? So we, we inflated some of our, so Blue Cross Blue Shield, for example, their allowable rate for mileage is $22 a mile. I'm gonna lie when I say this, but I think Medicare's is like 12. So every, every patient that we take care of that has Medicare, that's getting wiped out. Um, that, that difference, that $10 a mile is getting wiped out. Again, bear with me on those numbers. 22 is correct, I don't know about 12. Um, so, we, we're billing 20, so we're billing more, but we have a large percentage, 50% Medicare? Uh, no, Medicare's 64. So 64% of our bills, are only going to get paid at 12% but every single Blue Cross bill is going to get paid at 22 so that's kind of it's a balancing game so you'll see our average price per transport go up and what we're hoping to do is capture some of that and what we collect for transport
7: a lot of it's in contract adjustments yes and the No, no
17: Surprises Act is, has said if you accept payment from an insurance you've accepted payment you're done for, for us and for ERs and so forth
0: Thanks, John. Will
6: we accept the report from Josh Vanderville? Mister?
0: Sir, second? Second. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed? Motion carries unanimously. Agenda item 14, hear a report from Angela Hahn, our county grant specialist. I'm not
18: looking for a pay raise, but I would like to reiterate what Josh said, because it's been a pleasure with all I appreciate it. So, good news. Last night, the uh, GLO approved the last two draws, or the two that we were waiting on, three and four, for the <laughs> up on uh, Country Club. I believe there's still two houses that they're negotiating. Uh, one was the lady they couldn't find, and the other was someone who would appeal their appraisal. Uh, the demo contractors have been given a notice to proceed. They are doing the asbestos survey. It's supposed to be done this part this week. Uh, they hope to start demolition next week, but I would bet you it's going to be the first of the year. But they are—you are going to start seeing houses come down. The closing will probably be the first of January. Uh, the people who will be working with the bots are out next week, so I don't expect us to be able to close on that property. But um, that will help. Um, there's two new grant programs that are opening up. These are our traditional programs. Uh, the uh, State Homeland Security Grant Program and the Criminal Justice Program. Both of these are programs that are administered by CAPCOG, the Capillary Council of Governments. Um, We are not eligible for direct allocation through Department of Homeland Security or the Justice Department because our crime rate doesn't warrant it. So everything uh, on these programs go through CAPCOG. And there are regional priorities that have to be met And then in terms of our Homeland Security grant, there are uh, national FEMA sets different initiatives every year, and and there are six that have to be that are priority areas. So the chances of us actually being able to get a grant through Homeland Security through CAPCOG is pretty small. They're going to get, they're estimating they're going to get $800,000 through the program this year. 450 of that goes uh, automatically to ARIC, which is the Austin Regional Intelligence Center. And the remaining funds have to cover the initiatives that that, uh, FEMA has put on, as well as what's called LEPTA, which is the Law Enforcement uh, Terrorism Act. So that's about another, uh, 55% of that money is already earmarked, so it really reduces what can be used for general grants. uh, I'll continue work with Martin to see if there's something that we can apply for. I just don't expect us to be able to do much with that grant. On the other hand, excuse me, the, uh, the uh, CJD program, this is the one that we apply for uh, annually, and we usually get uh, law enforcement equipment for the sheriff's department. Um, I know that uh, Deputy Zimmerman has, has some requests that we... Look at it, so I'm going to work with the Sheriff's Office to determine if uh, some of the things that that they need uh, outside of maybe some of the narcotics or or equipment and things like that, with what we traditionally applied for, that we might look at these other items this year. But I'll get with them and then I'll bring that back to you to see what they want to do. The uh, LCRA grant, Community Development Grant, is opening in January and it closes at the end of january uh, josh and i've talked about a couple of things that we might want to apply for because the county is eligible to apply this cycle so they have two cycles one in january and one in july and uh, so again we, we have a couple things we want to discuss and we'll bring back to see what y'all want to do if you have a project in your precinct that you would like us to consider for the community development grant let me know because this is a good time <clears throat> for us to apply
4: what, what all it falls under community
18: they really focus on first responders. Okay. Um, They'll do parks. Uh, it, it's a community-based program, so whatever we look at in terms of what's going to assist the community, uh, the park property that you and I've talked about, and we'll do maybe yeah. is something. Public
7: safety, economic development, and there's one mm-hmm. other tier. I think yeah. it's going to be fit in that criteria. But, right. <laughs> but they do
18: they do uh, give back a lot to first responders. I mean that's one of their priority areas um and then again as a reminder we have our risk assessment workshop set for january the fourth at two o'clock we've been talking with blake about how we get this so our commissioners can come and i don't know what we're going to do yet but we'll keep you informed however there is a public meeting that afternoon as well at EMS at 5 30 that y'all can come and speak to if, if you choose both of these are on the risk assessment the meeting at two is not necessarily it's not really open to the public it's open to those people who are participating in the plan development uh, the public meeting at 530 is for the public comment
1: for
4: the same items okay uh, I'd like to thank Angela for helping find the money for the Muldoon Courthouse it is it is completed exactly. we were gonna do a walkthrough this morning but it just wasn't enough time uh, but uh, k and construction has they com- completely completed it now and uh, it looks like I mean it just it's a beautiful building now and uh, last week they um, it's uh, I know the, the community of Muldoon especially the Benekees have been kind of nurturing this thing for many many years and they're they're very everyone's very happy the Community's happy to see that there so uh, and they we, we had uh, it, it really nice they put the new bars on they did we had some little fancy things but it's, it's a really nice facility and they stayed under budget and it got done really quick once they were able to get started. So uh, thank great. you, so maybe I can get out there and bring some photos back so everybody can see what it looks like, but so they did a really, really nice job for one of the courthouses left in Fayette County. That's cool. Yeah, it is nice. You'll have to go see it. You sat in some of those meetings. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to see it, I'm okay. it was.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's all I have.
4: Thank you. Do I have a motion? I move we accept the report from Angela Hahn, grant specialist.
0: Is there a second? Second. Any further discussion? We do appreciate you and your intensity on going after OPM, other people's money. Okay, <laughs> and that's- uh, i yeah. All in favor? Aye. Uh-huh. All uh-huh. opposed, the motion carries unanimously. Agenda item 15 is considered to take appropriate action on a grant request from the Fayetteville Community Center Group using American Rescue Plan funds.
18: So the next four items are uh, requests for our American Rescue Plan uh, monies. And the first two are uh, requests that you've heard before and we just needed to bring it back and make some decision on if you'll want to grant another uh, donation to these groups or or what you might want to do. Uh, The Fayetteville Community Center, as y'all remember, is renovating the the uh, old building over in Fayetteville for it. I don't mean to, it's a historical of building. Sorry, uh, to make it a, a viable community center, convention uh, center, bringing the arts and tourism to uh, into the community. Uh, they they have a four-phase request that they've uh, made, uh, adding up to just under five hundred thousand uh, dollars. My I've made a recommendation to them. Like, which would be there are two phases of that that equal about 77,000. We've been trying to keep our, requ- our request to external organizations about 75,000. So uh, that would be my recommendation, but obviously it's, you know, it's y'all's decision.
0: We have some representatives here. Jerry, would y'all like to provide? Sure. Some John?
10: I'm Jerry Herring. I'm president of Fayetteville Community Center Fred, Fred Roberts Hi. is with me. He's our treasurer. And Joan Herring is with secretary. Um, we've uh, made this grant request uh, in October and since then we've uh, as you can imagine trying to renovate hundred we've started construction by the way which we're excited about we've allocated 1.1 million dollars which we have in the bank to phase one <coughs> in the process of, of starting phase one we've opened up the floors and looked at the foundation and uh, we now are faced with leveling the building uh, for some reason, one corner of the building decided to, to drop about uh, 17 inches. But, uh, we're dealing with all the, the structure underneath the building. We're going to have to prop up the entire building and put in a new uh, foundation below it. Uh, we still believe in this project enormously. We think it's going to be a huge asset to Fayette County. And so we're looking for all the help we can get. Uh, just this past uh, two weeks, we brought in another 80. in gifts. Uh, We're actively uh, uh, soliciting funds and other grants. Uh, We've passed uh, 2.7 million now with over 450 individual gifts. So we have broad support. I think that this will be a a shining star in uh, uh, Fayette County and will benefit uh, people for years to come. So we're, uh, after coming out of COVID coma for a while, we've actually been getting people excited. Once the barricade went up around the building and uh, selective demolition started, uh, people are now starting to get excited about the building again. Uh, we would hope that the county could be uh, a good partner in this and help us out. Uh, uh, we're in a, a critical place now, construction-wise, and dealing with a—you can imagine—remodeling a remodeling 150-year-old building. There's a surprise about every three days, so. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's our pitch, and uh,
6: uh, hope you can help us out. Thank you. Cause we figured out, I know, you know, I know we talked about it whenever everybody came to us the last time. We were talking about everything, and this still needs to be done in the county. You know, at the sheriff's department, we were talking about doing some stuff, the adult probation, and then buying some more EMS units. Have we made like a plan, any type of plan, or what, what we plan on doing with all of the county facilities before we? give out any more money or anything like that before we jump in I'm not saying none of these that are on this list today I'm not saying none of these are not a good idea I'm just asking before we move no, forward I think I that's a
0: legitimate so question and we've certainly gone out to those areas I mean those have been our priorities from the and beginning yeah. so do you have any recent any more recent requests from uh, first we, responders or uh, else
18: we have, we have the one from the sheriff's department which is on the agenda and then the one from the Ellinger Fire Department in Ellinger. Those are the two uh, new requests that are related to health and public safety in the county. Uh, we've talked, Josh has talked about another ambulance. Just for your uh, education, we have 2.7. One seven? I thought you tried the two point seven. No. Two, four, uh, four. two, two point, point four. four? Okay. Hang on a minute. Does that does that
6: include everything that got drawn out for the Schulenberg station already? So
18: or? this is everything and so Schulenberg we are looking at um, here we go. We have two point four uh, just under two just over two point four million left. So for Schulenberg, we are looking at Sydney gave me all this
17: stuff and I, I you know, put it away I could find it. There's a, there's a $100,000 check for that on today. Yeah, Yeah. So, gonna, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
18: so we've we paid out uh, 426000 on the shoe station, and that bid was five
17: hundred sixty nine. Five hundred ninety, 590000 uh, I think so.
18: It's almost 600000 Okay, so we've got a couple hundred dollars. So... Uh, we've paid out so far to date for them is four hundred twenty-four thousand five hundred sixty-two dollars. So we have another couple hundred thousand that we have just to make keep in reserve for Schuylerville. We also have the ambulance that Josh is approving. Sorry,
17: Barry, the That's supposed to be delivered next month. So and we did an inspection yesterday. That,
18: that's a total of three hundred thirty thousand because that's the ambulance and the equipment. This is completely outfitted. So. Those are the only two outstanding projects that
6: we have at this point in time. So Is there anything anything more been said about adult probation? I know the lady came in here that one time and we we
7: looked at it but we just haven't we're trying to get the the
4: Main Street and Expandage First. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are looking at the roof, possibly, and expanding expand some offices, probably. Yeah. In that, the, the roof's been there, done already. The roof, yeah, but okay. some self- offices. offices. And, yeah. that's and the kind of, restaurants, right?
18: right. The yeah, yeah. And again, those are all viable projects.
4: And that all be paid on ERP? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And one question for Josh is, are there enough the helipads in Fayette County, like... I know, I, I remember we talked about one at Cistern a long time ago. Is there an actual pad in Cistern? I mean, because Cistern is stuck pretty far off on or kind of on the boondocks. I mean, uh, I mean, I know there's some it is so, so, <laughs> so I, I mean, can you know, kind of uh, help. Angela asked me to kind of hang around until
17: that agenda item comes okay. up, and I'll share some perspective okay. on that thing. I just want to
4: make sure that we have one spread out in the county enough that I think mean, 'cause they're pretty important. Okay. I that.
0: think that's your legitimate your, your questions question is right on. I mean do we have enough money and yeah. to
6: it's direct I mean, in the I'm right place. We don't want to give yeah. money to these organizations, no. but I don't want us to I get this money yeah. out and then all of a sudden it we're it, like, oh my okay. God, we gotta do this, yeah. we've got to do this, we got to we're gonna come up with the money. We should have looked at that beforehand and not after so appears yeah. sure. we have really, enough to cover It appears yeah. peers were on track.
18: You seem to be I mean yes. Okay. Okay. I think we've been very conservative in how we've spent the money as opposed to to some other counties, and so mm-hmm. I feel a lot better about the report that
4: I will make. So on this specific item, for Fayetteville, if if we would approve two phases like seventy-seven thousand, and then we get done with our money, and then we come back and say, okay, we still have
18: that's always an option. We have, of course, you know,
4: four or five hundred thousand dollars left that we need to spend. Can they then come back and we can go back and say, listen? Can you sure. come put another request in and maybe we can help you with another I mean,
18: phase? Until the money's gone, mm-hmm. it's there. I mean, and we can use it as we've been using it uh, to, and focus on our public health and safety and, and the tourism. Mm-hmm. Those are the areas that we have really tried to encourage. So uh, that would be all decision.
0: Okay. Well, I, the, I'll make a motion okay. then that we just authorize your recommendation for 77,000 this time around and uh
4: go with that it'd be faith b and d right yeah we're we'll power mm-hmm. you know, I, I was looking at the yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, our most immediate need is is the, the 139 thousand
1: dollar line item
10: mm-hmm. which has to do with the foundation etc so mm-hmm. right but any help we can get
3: Okay. Sounds good
0: to me. All right. Is there a second? Second. On the 77,000? Second. Okay. Is there any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. 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 All opposed? The motion carries unanimous Okay. We'll come back and we'll look at that. Thanks, Thank you, Thank you for your service, by the way. I appreciate it. Thank you all. <coughs>
7: <laughs> we still have to at the end to all the interest that has been earned we have to figure that out and that will be distributed as well yeah.
1: it
18: seems been including that so that because just, we don't look at that as interest yeah. we look at that as overall that's going to go back into right.
0: just to refresh is there a deadline where this money has to be spent has A specific obligation. obligated by the end of
18: 2024 by the end of 2024 it has to be 2020 obligated 2020. Right, gotcha. so we'll be, uh, we'll be making reports on this money until the end of
1: okay,
0: so. okay Even thanks if
18: it's just
0: it's agenda item 16 okay. is considering to take appropriate action on a grant request from the gardenia jansen animal shelter using American rescue plan funds
18: so this is the second request from them go ahead their request is for $800,000 uh, I think Teresa and I had a conversation, and, and of course, very much like Fayetteville, whatever we are able to donate, they're going to be happy with. So my recommendation is for this, because we've talked about this, and we look at the county, we look at this as a de facto county shelter. If you don't have a shelter, you have a stray animal product, problem, and that is I think a public safety issue. So my recommendation would be you look at uh, authorizing $100,000 to $200,000, You also the amount, but no more than 200,000 that would make
0: me happy <laughs> well what would you do with this with this money I mean we've given some before you have? I think you had some infrastructure issues you wanted to address I don't know but what would you do with this
12: it would go toward the overall renovation of the yeah. animal shelter and the, the monies that you've granted before have been allocated for that nothing's been spent of that it's all going toward this Thank renovation you. And um, as Judge Weber, you mentioned in, in the last uh, court that the the public safety piece that the animal shelter serves is housing the 1,500 stray dogs and cats that run our community roads, and we've taken in 1,500 <coughs> every year for the last 22 years.
0: To include the the uh, municipal our towns. Yes, Not counties. yes, absolutely, I absolutely, mean,
12: from it's the yeah. entire yeah. county. Right. So, that is a serious uh, public safety threat, or can be, certainly. And this is, um, we've kind of redefined who we are as an organization, including our community members in that. And it, it, it requires us to, to work a different way and to house our animals differently and to um, uh, approach what we're trying to, to do very differently. And so all of the monies that have been granted are set aside for the renovation, and we are, have not and will not continue, will not stop applying for grants outside of this. I mean, we, I, I am working very diligently to make our public safety piece fit inside an LCRA grant. It doesn't really, but I mean, it's, it's, it, it is valid. And so we will continue to fundraise and we will continue to do our share to make this happen.
4: I think important for everyone to know that that you've raised three hundred fifty thousand in the last three years. So y'all are continuously, you know, raising money, not just asking for a handout. Y'all are working. Y'all are, you know, working on the side, trying to make sure that there's more money coming in. So you can't, you know, and that's it's important because uh, we you. always always say whoever you give the money to, we want everybody to have a little skin in the game, and y'all sure. definitely do. That's very important. But it is an issue with, you know, I've, I've had to call before stray animals and, you know, they have to go somewhere.
12: That's Thank you for bringing that up. Yes, we are constantly fundraising. Uh, clearly a lot of that goes toward daily operational costs. It costs a lot of money to house. Right now we have 64 animals in care. It costs a lot of money for that. And um, so, yes, we, we're not going to stop fundraising uh, regardless of what uh, is granted.
7: I personally would like to see it more than 200000 because, I mean, what most people don't realize is this takes a service away from what we have to offer, being the county, by taking care of all this. They're taking care of it for us, for the whole county. Uh, I mean, it's, it takes a lot off of our shoulders. I can't tell
0: you how many judges have called me and said, do you have an animal shelter in your county? And I said, yes. And they said, oh, man. I said, how did we get one? so I I mean we're fortunate to have you, you. running this and your programs and it's uh, definitely is a health and safety situation so.
19: it is I mean I,
7: I you will have how much money already 350,000 a little over I mean if we did 350,000 that'd be another 100,000 to come up with <clears throat>
4: and I yes. didn't know um, <clears throat> over in uh-huh. Bastrop County Ms. Snowden she's Kind of oversees their animal shelter, and I told her what we're budgeting, and she said, God, "She said they're, you know, they're budgeting. We're talking about a million dollars over there, so, yeah. and you know, they're just right next door to us. So I know it's very important if, it's gotta get funded somehow."
12: And their shelter is uh, attached to the county, but they they cannot house that many more animals than we do. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, we're pretty much it's very comparable.
0: Well, uh, let me ask you a question. You don't plan on going anywhere anytime mm-hmm. soon, do you?
1: Phew. I know I where she not. lives. I do not. I okay. I'm on a mission. Right. If you
19: don't mind, I'm the president of the foundation and uh, have been a part of the shelter for many, many years. And um, as a county resident taxpayer, also in, and federal taxpayer. Um, if, if you guys feel more comfortable with with doing it in a phase this is not something we need immediately if you guys want to see the other needs in the in the community and then have this lump sum that's that's sitting um, at the end of all this because I would imagine here in the next year um, we will be in the middle of construction and you know how construction goes it's probably going to be several months if not a year to get the construction done so we're we're not. Dire straits as far as time goes. So, if you feel more comfortable sitting back and saying, "Hey, we've got this left over from we funded all the programs we want to fund," we will. We appreciate the partnership and, and have for, for decades now. Uh, we we appreciate anything and everything that you guys do. So, thank you.
6: you
7: I I think we I mean we need to spend this money and allocate it is the only thing I mean I I appreciate y'all, but I I think we need to say here's the money I I think we have enough left over if something else comes up. Mm -hmm. I mean should leave us. I mean I didn't really Overestimated but really even if we add in another ambulance, we should have over a million dollars left after all this Uh, Even the adult probation all that so do you have a motion in mind? I move that we authorize three hundred fifty thousand dollars to go toward with AR from ARP funds to go to the animal shelter.
0: Is there a second? Second. Are you going to have a heart attack? <laughs> Josh, <don't go>
1: anywhere. <laughs> is there I am. I am. is there
0: uh, any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. All opposed? <clears throat> the motion carries so. the Thank, Thank
12: you. Thank you.
13: Thank you very much.
0: I love this time of the year it's called christmas it? <laughs> okay thank you uh, agenda item 17 is that what we're on here yes, yes, discuss consider and take appropriate action concerning use in our american rescue plan funds for animal control vehicle mental health transport vehicles and prisoner transport vehicles authorizing our county auditor to add Advertise for bids if necessary. So, Again, this is more oriented to what our priorities are.
18: this to Zimmerman because he's got price. Judge commissioners Thank
14: you. Uh, we're looking. I want to especially thank Precinct uh, One Commissioner. He brought it up to us, and our prisoner transport vehicle is obsolete, and the top of it's done been repaired a couple times from rusting. So. We're hauling prisoners sometime and the roof uh, might fly off. <laughs> but with this money, what we're looking at, I have been researching a prisoner transport vehicles, uh, their transit vans, and with the new ones they have, they have an insert, which goes in there and you can haul up to 12 prisoners. And what we're looking at is trying to get one where you can haul 10 and there's a separate little section that if you have a violent prisoner or a couple of them, or even females, you can haul them in there also. And I'm still trying to get prices it's hard to get in prices right now uh but a transport van is around forty-nine thousand, and then the insert which you get it all depends what model you get there's only one two companies that do build them and we got a quote from havis all depends which one you want it's 24 to tw- uh twenty-nine thousand. and that does uh, not include lighting or whatever else but we have our own own radios we can go back with Animal control pickup and uh, animal control uh, transport box. Um, I did get a quote from one company, they have uh, they have one on order, they'll have it in their fleet. It's gonna be about sixty three
0: thousand. Okay, let me let me stop you right there and ask yes. a question. Our is our sheriff's department gonna Get into the animal control thing, or city, or we have. It's we very. We just open. don't, but we don't have a person. It's we don't have right. anybody any yes, specifically. Yes, yes. We, 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 we do. I thought just Lagrange Charlie was handling that. Uh, Yonkowai,
14: okay. he is our animal control officer. Okay. He's mm-hmm. a jailer as well, but dual okay. purpose, well. a prisoner transport, and everything. Yeah. Okay. If he answers calls. Uh, he does the animal control for us.
0: How do we? What? How do we? What is our? coordination with this LaGrange? Do all the cities? This, I know LaGrange has a vehicle and somebody does their animal control. They just control. do LaGrange though. You got the right. whole unincorporated areas okay. of the
7: county is what yes.
0: the county does. Okay. What about Schulenburg and, do they, I mean. Schulenburg
6: has their own, but they, they come all the way to St. John if you have something. Okay, all all right. something,
14: okay. okay. I, mean, I just all didn't all know. Work it's I, didn't, I mean, it's, yeah, so I didn't know we had that petition. Our animal control officer does uh, work the whole county. <laughs> Okay. And the answer's calls out Okay. But you have a sister
7: and there's nothing out there. So, can, yeah, we've been in the box.
14: You know. And, uh, you know, with recently now, uh, we've been having a lot more mental health transports. And mental health transports, so wrong, your vehicles have to be different. They cannot be a marked unit. Uh, they have to have certain uh, equipment and everything else. And what's bad with the mental health, maybe a lot of you don't know, is these people are treated different. They're mental health consumers. That's what you call them now. And you have to take uh, particular care with them, transporting them and everything. We make a lot of trips to Austin, Georgetown, Sun and and sometimes you even have to go further. And our, our mental health transport vehicle now has about 150,000 miles on it. And we're looking to keep, upgrade to an SUV uh, and that's going to be either a Tahoe or Ford Expedition, and you're looking to ride right around 52,000. And that does not include lighting or equipment. But would uh, appreciate any uh, consideration that
4: y'all might give us. Does that have to have special uh, a cage or something? It is. For you you, you have a
14: special cage in there. Uh, the one we have right now for their protection, and everything is a single. It's a. Single a one-person cage. And like I said, we've, so far, I've had to transport some, and I've had one gentleman that I had to take to Houston, that we literally had to go from one side and push him out. And I mean, it, poor guy, but, you know, he needed help, and we got, we got the help to him. But we, had, we took him in a regular vehicle, patrol vehicle, and with that cage, that full cage in the back, it's very difficult.
17: I'll also say there's a lot of sheriff's offices in our area that just dump this problem off on EMS, the EMS falls into the ER and mm-hmm. nothing gets done for them in the ER, they get discharged right back out to the street. Our sheriff's office does an extremely good job of taking care of the mental health issues in our county. I talked to the mental health deputy last night at 10 o'clock at night. He was coming back from Georgetown mm-hmm. on a call. They do an outstanding job with it, and it takes a huge burden off of our system than doing it the right and way. And
14: what's really bad, uh, I transported one two weeks ago to Georgetown. Comes from Giddings to Fayette County. Guess what? Fayette County's got a transport. We try to call them. Uh, they said no. We're not going to send nobody. So we had to pick it up, and you have to take. You have to call somebody. At the mental health transport officers out. You have to call somebody else in, or one of us will do the transport.
7: So you want the prisoner transport? Yes. The animal control vehicle? Yes. And the mental health? Yes. So one of each? Yes. I mean, I I think we just need to go out, go out for bid. But I would bid them out. Yep. Lights. I mean, get get okay. them. Get come them back to us energy. after you bid it out with a price for everything. We'll okay. I get the post? Yeah.
14: And I will try to get uh, if we can go through HGAC or buy
20: a board. That's fine. Yeah.
7: But if you need to, if you need to uh we'll authorize you to go out for bid with the auditor okay. if you need to and if okay. you're going to go to a
14: hjc right. uh, board, you won't have to go right out what bid. i'll do is i will try to get you a definite quote from my board or hjc thank you very much
0: okay do what action do we need on that are we wanting to defer uh, to that
7: or are we no. just going to accept comments? Uh, the update or authorize we need to author uh, i move we authorize the county auditor to advertise for reds if necessary okay. for the three vehicles uh on agenda item 17.
0: okay is there a second second any further discussion all in favor aye. aye all opposed the motion carries unanimously thank you agenda item 18 discuss consider take appropriate action concerning requests from ellinger <coughs> fire department for american rescue plan funds to construct the helo pad in Ellinger. I know you were discussing helo pads and we do have the mayor of Ellinger here and we have a, a firefighter from Ellinger here and do uh, you wanna go ahead and? Uh,
18: Dave with the Ellinger Fire Department reached out Friday, <coughs> and Dave, uh about um, the possibility of using ERP funds to construct a helo pad in Ellinger and uh, he did get us the information out to Cassie you're asking for $50,320, I believe? What? 325 325 okay. So I will
0: let them. Yeah. Dave, you want to just say a few comments on, on what, what the advantage or why do you think we need Hello Pads there? I mean, just share yeah. that with us.
21: You bet, yes. It's we very much needed in our Ellinger area, the Ellinger community. Uh, we're, of course, on 71. And uh, a lot of times we'll have wrecks, right? The highway, you know, care not to block the highway, shut the highway down for a helicopter, and so this would be only a few blocks off. um, Yeah, it would be very much appreciated. We appreciate the money that the county gives the fire department on an annual basis. Um, However, we're looking at buying another apparatus that's going to cost us near four hundred thousand, and so we're saving our money, saving you know some of the money that y'all are giving us for that. And we're getting more and more of these calls, and as you know,
1: all of our population in all the
0: areas of the county is growing. And so, uh, this would be a really great shot in the for the community of As EMS uh, and a fireman, I mean, you can talk this, I mean, two o'clock in the morning and knee deep mud out there trying to set up a helo zone with lights that the batteries don't work and other things, but do you see an advantage to? making a pickup, getting them to this pad where you can get them quickly to...
17: So we currently have helipads, uh, obviously the back base in LaGrange, the hospital in LaGrange. City of Schuenberg has a helipad. City of Fayetteville has a helipad. Um, we do not have a helipad in Flatonia or in Cistern. Uh, we have a place that we use in Flatonia uh, on the railroad track um, that is not our property. Um, but the police have... Came to run railroad trucks off of their own property before and that did not go well. Um, so the benefit to having a helipad, it's it's, they've already done the homework, they've talked to the base pilot supervisor at AiryVac. I've talked to PHI, PHI said if it works for AiryVac, it works for us because it's all FAA standard. Um, the benefit to having a lit, concrete, secured landing zone is we don't have to call the fire department out at three o'clock in the morning. Um, and if we do call the fire department out at three o'clock in the morning, um, and they're not available. We don't have to just figure out something. We operate right now on what's called a PILA. A, uh, I can't remember the, what it stands for, but it's a uh, it's basically a pre-established landing area. That's PILA, pre-established landing area. Um, with the pre-established landing areas, they, they have to meet certain rules. So what we currently do in Ellinger is if if the farmers are mad, we land in the grass out there because, there's, you know, it's solid ground we can land on it. Uh, in, in some vacant lots in Schulenberg, obviously, it's, or in, in Ellinger. Obviously, it's not a very sustainable plan as those lots sell off and get developed. That's going to be a problem. Um, if it's wet, we either have to shut down Highway 71 or shut down some of those roads in Ellinger uh, and land the helicopter there. Um, I do think there's a benefit to it. Um, and like I said, Ellinger did all the homework on this. They reached out to us, they reached out to AreaVac, and they seem to have done this specifications. You got one in Yeah, I'll
6: tell you what, it was a life saving for the fire department in Schulenburg because as many times as we got called out, like I said, throughout the day and in the evenings and all night long, just to set up a landing pad. And I'm not saying it's not an important job you need to do, but you know, whenever you call out 30 something guys, just to have four guys standing around the helicopter, it's nice to have it set up like that to where they don't have to page you out all the time. To where you know, those volunteers, whenever their employers get mad because they leave so many times, it's nice to have it taken care of and you don't have to have them there for that.
21: And oftentimes, We'll get a page of uh, air vacs been lifted, they're eight minutes out or seven minutes out. And, you know It's one o'clock in the morning and to get your people to get there and get on get on site to set up the L.C. is kind of pretty stressed.
15: Uh, pretty so so you to- you're talking about putting it up there close to Toby, I'll show where it'd be yeah. easy, ac- accessible for the ambulance to get to the-
21: Yes, it'll be up. A- It'll be right there, right there. With, so the, yeah, it'll be, it'll be, it would be right there.
4: No, I just, <clears throat> I you're think right. it'd be important to have one out in Muldoon or Cistern area, somewhere there. And then the one in Flatonia, you're right, it's just downtown, kind of in the parking lot, right by the, there's a little concrete pad there, but I don't know, it's probably railroad property. I'm not saying that, what it is, but-
17: At, at the risk of making- a Muldoon firefighter very mad um so what I would say in Muldoon typically if we have an incident out there we would probably start moving towards Smithville anyway okay. and go to the hospital that way or the sure. airport either way okay. um that way if something were to happen we weren't just sitting out in the middle of nowhere not moving um that's not really the case in Allinger. uh you know being its location the the time difference is going to be and being that so many of those wrecks happen at, you know, 955 and 71, for example, yeah. Yeah. a quick job to the Ellinger helipad. And we do it, I mean, we do it quite a bit. Um, Flatonia, I mean, figuring out the city and finding a place to put something more permanent, more well-secured and lit, is right now what they do is the Flatonia engines, basically one goes this way in blocks, one goes this way and blocks, and they land it right there on Main Street in Flatonia. Um, I, I can see that having value for sure,
4: but the one in Cistern, you would probably go to Smithfield anyway.
17: Cistern, you know, nine times out of ten, if we're going to do it, that's also a very low call volume area. But nine times out of ten, if we're going to do something in Cistern, um, a pasture kind of works. Yeah. You know, um, I believe they, they do. There's a little spot behind the um, by the church. There is. They kind of use that area. I think back it's a there. Gravel, gravel parking lot, that's right? Probably, yeah. And that is a, that's a pretty, they've already, the air medical guys have already reconed that out, and it's already pretty The most
4: fabulous. need you see would be in the city of Flatonia, really needs something.
17: They have a, a very enterprising young police officer in Flatonia, we were flying a patient out over there, it's pretty serious, and they... Pulled up to the railroad and they said this is a helipad you need to move And he goes, this is a railroad property and you need to buzz off <laughs> and <laughs> okay. eventually the railroad guys decided to be nice okay. and leave okay. but uh yeah well I, I appreciate the
0: good package and documentation you provided us and uh, i think uh, based on your recommendation too i'd like to make a motion we approve the the, the art yes. funds being used for this helipad project in Ellinger second is there any further discussion all in favor uh, aye. aye all opposed the motion carries unanimously thanks thank you mayor uh, thanks uh, agenda item 19 is here report from craig morrow our emergency management coordinator craig.
11: sir gentlemen uh so we all know there's a heart freeze uh, coming it's been named winter storm elliott uh we got kind of a model for a really good look like so we had one two years ago. Uh, if you remember not everyone was asking for resources. all at the same time it became very uh, difficult. Uh, and so we're trying to, it's every bit we can to look for internal resources before we look for state resources. That being said, uh, the state has been uh, very clear that they have resources available both for Tito and TCQ and they're just constantly sending out uh, updates on, on what's available. Uh, from where uh, the the freeze is expected to last uh, from this evening, uh, well through Friday, down to potentially single digits, and then really, really hard winds as well, so uh, infrastructure somewhere will be affected, is what most of the people are saying. Uh, We did have the issue of water notice last week for certain residents in the Monument Hill WCID due to a damaged water pipe, we heard them uh, talking about that earlier. Uh, They did bring out a device to try to mitigate that somewhat is a ground penetrating radar uh, that goes along the ground to look and see where things are uh, unfortunately the, the soil in, in that part of the world has too much clay in it and the ground penetrating radar did not work it's supposed to work kind of like a fish finder and they get, you know,
1: could
0: you get it. with a uh, county attorney's office or Blake and see if there's any, I don't know what our recourse is it, it, whether it's an injunction we have the ability to do that or not some say we can't do anything but Today, before the end of the day, could we just check to see? This is, when they start cutting gas lines, that really bothers me. I know the water, the sewage, the electrical, and they've been boiling water forever up there. They are county taxpayers, but the gas line thing
6: really bothers me. Are the lines located? Are they located right? Are they
11: located wrong? No, there there are poorly little, basically any map that was done before is off and even if they were perfect the roads have moved so they're all indexed from the center of the road While the road goes over you know six inches here or a foot there and it's it's wonky I don't think the maps are probably very great to start with uh, but I don't think it's only a water main problem because they've hit every utility and sprinkler lines and I mean everything has been hit. so there's there's something they can't do this everywhere they put these fiber optic lines in or there would be an uproar. There's, there's, there's something to this we need to get
7: figured the, out. The, this, like this isn't just a <coughs> fresh-off incident. This has happened in Cedar Creek. It's happened in the city of, of LaGrange. It's happened in the Linwood subdivision. And it's all been gas. It's all been water. It's all I mean, it's all them. there. Mm-hmm. It's not just up there. It's happened to where the, the contractors are negligent or they're not located properly
6: or... They don't
7: know anything. I'm not getting into that. <laughs> I don't know the answer, but I'm just saying, they're hitting them. Uh, the city of LaGrange is pretty good about about marking theirs. Uh, but I mean, as you know, I mean, telephone is, is I mean, is, easy, is the easiest to mark because you're, you're, you're tracing the cable, and if the cable's cut, their telephone doesn't work. So that one should be accurate. And the electricity. So the
4: other ones, there's a line stuff like that, the tracer wires moved or something, could be off or broken. I know Craig's been there, and I've been there when he was there, and I know they had a call last night about a gas line, right? And I, I talked to the contractor this morning, and he showed me we're saying point <laughs> marked it, and most it was not marked right again. I mean, I, I just, I've seen him personally. I know Craig's been there personally. He's been there personally. I know the, I've talked to Fade Electric. They said they mismarked it, and they dubbed do. So, I mean, Frontier has plenty of issues, but I just want the, the people to know that that... I'm not trying to take you story but the lady at Frischoff told me that their, are um, you know, in the subdivision, they, in the they have, they're permitted for 20 foot of easement, and a lot of the people have their, they have their sprinklers in, in the 20 foot easement, and I know that's an issue, but I mean, they put their, they did put their sprinklers in, in utility easement, and she said that each home has a 20 foot easement, and then they have a 10 foot between the homes, so... But, but, but Frontier, the contractor for Frontier, needs to do a way better job communicating with the neighbors. But it's not all on them, but it's, it's on both of them. They need to do a better they job. Put a,
7: they put a strain on the whole system because they came in and said, I mean, I'm, I'm talking to the city of LaGrange. They came in one day and they're like, we, we have 50 locates that they want done in two days. And you got only got 48 yeah. hours to do it. Yeah. I mean, and these locates could be relatively lengthy because it's not just one spot. Monument
11: um, Hill could play with the exact same thing. So yeah. you know, we're a tiny little place, and we've got three employees, and this is, you know, a twenty employee job, and, and I there's mean, just I not a lot we can do. I don't
7: know how many crews they sent in here, but I would I would venture to guess it's probably fifteen to twenty boring units, or here right now, all going. Uh, and it was just a, a big shock because they all didn't show up a little out of time. It was all one day. Here they are.
4: And Lori uh, did say Monument Hill is trying to. They got the device, and she said the exact same thing that the clay ground. Wouldn't let the locator work. Okay. So it very impressive.
11: When he pulled we pulled it all the screen. I was excited to see what was going to do, and it showed nothing but fuzzy lines. Yeah, and and we, we do have
4: a, <laughs> a
0: constituent here who has requested to make a few comments. I believe he's a surveyor.
2: Yeah, I just want to say I've got a lot of practical experience working <clears> with these line locates. <clears throat> and the law is very clear about what you have to do. You get 48 hours but there's also procedures for when they don't respond. So if, if you send the city 50 requests and they don't reply, you're supposed to call them again. And I don't know if proper procedures have been followed by the excavators, but I can tell you that every single jurisdiction has a problem with not knowing where their lines are. There's not a city anywhere that knows where their lines are, but not a district. There's always some guys that are there that know where everything is, but when those guys retire, it's all lost. And I know this because I've been working years with cities mapping their utilities. I've answered, I've made hundreds of these locate requests and I know what they're like when they come. They're not. All they have to do is wait for you to mark, and when they start trenching, if they hit a line, all they have to do is notify the company, and it's not, they, they can't even go liable. Okay. It's up to the companies to mark them, and then the companies have to follow proper procedure, and if they're not, Then you can go after them.
0: Well, in this particular case, where you're cutting gas lines, I consider that kind of an emergency. And if they're continuing to do this, to me, there needs to be the ability to some kind of an injunction or something to tell them to stop until they get their act together. And I don't know... Rather, that's possible. But could you please check, uh, Blake, with, with the county attorney's office today? Yes, I told Mr.
7: Wallace we'd check on that. I'm one concerned. Thing, one thing that okay. may help that is the fact he said they didn't call anybody. I mean, it's one okay. thing to hit a line, but it's another thing to not call. Well, then the maybe that's, that, the maybe that's, that's even more practice. reason they that they we can shut line, him down. Right now,
11: okay. there was a language barrier. So yeah. Okay,
0: all right. Well, anyway, continue I almost on.
11: Mind Hill did a really good job averting another emergency when uh, one of the lines was cut. They were able to divert and make sure that the uh, uh, nursing home did not have to go on right. a, a boil water notice. Took some quick, quick action on that, otherwise, it would have been a, another big, big mess. So.
1: Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. Continue. Thanks.
11: On the Homeland Security front, uh, Web EOC is being used more frequently for emergencies, uh, similar to the upcoming freeze. Uh, they've got an event that is scheduled on that. We're we'll working to get some more people uh, signed up on Web EOC. Uh, it's a high tech solution that, that can help with um, getting resources both internally and externally. Uh, and I would like to thank the Homeland Security Task Force uh, for all their assistance with Web EOC. Angela also has a, a ton of experience with that. She was a very involved in when she was. I've had the Homeland Security Task Force. It's it's a a good tool to modernize how we move things around. I think always when we have a high-tech tool, we also have a low-tech backup. We've got some of those as well, but uh, for the high-tech one, it's pretty nice. Uh, on the public health forum, uh, we met with uh, Texas A&M Nursing School and Bellet Health to discuss Texas A&M University's new uh, push for rural medicine. Uh, they get a lot of money, and they're trying to help uh, the, the deficits that occur uh, for in rural medicine. Bay uh, County uh, is one of the healthiest counties in the state. Uh, you're more likely to live to be a hundred here if you get to 80 than almost anywhere else. Those are great things. But there are some things that we are. Uh, highly deficient in and they're looking at at ways to mitigate uh, some of those Uh, they do plan to have a mobile clinic operational by early 2023 maybe as early as January 2023 and they plan to work with school districts to improve health uh, to students and their families Uh, they've already contracted with one of our five school districts to start uh, providing some some health care at that and then uh, not on your uh, report something occurred this morning Uh, there's a 911 outage uh, associated with Verizon has not affected our area, but it's affected hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of 911 dispatch centers throughout the country. They think it's tied in with the freeze or possibly security or possibly both. Don't know a whole lot about it quite yet, but uh, it's something that we're monitoring closely.
1: Okay.
6: Will we accept the report from Craig Loeb?
0: Is there a second? Second. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. Uh-huh. All opposed? The motion carries unanimously. Break. What 10 break. Oh, do I have a motion?
1: Uh, will we take 10 break? Is there a second? Second, all in favor? Uh-huh. All right, opposed, be back in here at zero. Yeah,
0: 10 40. Okay, do I have a motion? Uh, will we reconvene? Is there a second? Second, all in favor? No. All, I- all opposed, the motion carries unanimously. Uh, continuing with agenda item 20, consider take appropriate action on contracts between our favorite county and four attorneys for their representation of indigent parties in our court cases. These are our four paid county attorneys, Mr. Morris, Albers, Ian Clay, Richard Alpain, and Luis Vallejo. Mm -hmm. Uh, Judge Steinhauser and uh, our county attorney have both talked to me and said they're very happy with the four that uh, we have going now and they'd like to renew them. Uh, I don't have a problem
4: with either, they've served me well. move we approve the contract between fayette county and the four attorneys that represent our indigent parties sir second second
0: any further discussion all right. i don't that know like he didn't need to add anything with that okay all in favor Aye. Aye. all opposed the motion carries Morrison. agenda item 21 consider take possibly. Possibly enter into agreement with EDOC for property fraud alert software in order to offer the Fayette County property owners a way to monitor possible fraudulent activity.
16: Yes. So what I'm proposing is that um, that we offer our people in the in the county that own property um, that we offer them a fraud protection. And the reason is because there's a, we're looking at possibly doing e-recording in the future, and that's kind of not good as far as, in Harris County, all of them are doing e-recording, and what it's basically, it's all electronically recording. So now we're not being able to see it's an original signature. You know, we can't tell if it's, the correct pages. So there's gonna be, there's been a lot of fraud already, and if this is something that we may be doing in the future, which we might not have a choice, or we may have to just do that for people, If we have, the sooner we have a fraud protection in place, the more people I can get signed on and we'll be ready to go and they won't be so nervous. Um, So basically we want to offer Fayette County property owners a free service to alert them of potential property fraud. According to the FBI, property and mortgage fraud is the fastest growing white collar crime in the U.S. So subscribers will be notified within 24 hours, either by an email or by a a phone message and it's going to be all automated and it's going to give information as far as the instrument number, the type, and the name that it was filed under. Anybody can sign up for this. You don't have to live in the county. It's going to be free. It's costing, it's going to come out of my account, the records management money, so it's not coming out of the general fund. And I have funds in there for this. And I was able to negotiate with EDOC, which is our case management program, They were going to charge $1,800 annually a year. Now it's going to be $1,500. So um, I was able to to get them to go down a little bit on it. We want to have this available the 1st of of January. But anybody can sign up. So I I checked with Washington County. They have the same exact program. I went into the county clerk's office uh, to their webpage, and I just signed up. I put my name. I put Brenda Vitsum. I put Brenda Collis Vitsum. You put every name that you think that could go through that could be recorded. I don't have any property over there. I just did, just to see what it was like. And so if there someone ever tries to record something in their OPR, official public records, I would get notified by a phone message. Um, so nobody. just to
0: make sure, understand it though, so if somebody were to go in and try to e-file something, not just file. This is
16: e recording. This is I mean, recording into re- the official public records. E file is when
0: Voice. Word. Are you saying voice or manually or what?
16: Okay. The, when they want you get notified if you have something in our official public records recorded, it would be you you have a choice to give them a phone number where they'll leave you a voice message, uh, automated okay. a voice, or you can do it by email.
1: Right. Okay. But
16: Anybody, Like I said, anybody can sign up. So if I have elderly, elderly parents, I can put Benedict Collis and then I can put the contact number, Brenda, BrendafeetsMayaku.com. So what
0: does it tell me if somebody's it's going in there trying me, to pull stuff out or something? It's and just going to say
16: that this was uh, recorded in our county okay. and it may be legit. It's going to say the instrument number, what okay. type of instrument it is. And you're like, oh, yes, I did do a DBA. Well, oh, yes, I did do this. And yes, they would call us, but. We want we want our people to have a peace of mind that we're not we're doing everything possible. This is you know something that I have available to me to to offer to our our mm-hmm. our Fayette County residents anybody that owns property in Fayette County. I mean it may not be property records that they are recording in official public records, but at least they'll know that yeah we're on top of things. I have the money for it in records management. Mm-hmm.
4: Money. It's kind of something proactive.
16: It's very proactive. And
4: have you had People call you and say, we've mean, had, have you...
16: We've had three people come in, and they said that they have property in, um, I forgot what county, maybe it was Bastrop County, and they asked if we have that as well. And I said, well, we're looking into it, Because especially if we ever go to e-recording, because e-recording, it's, that's the problem right now. They're going to different websites to get forms, and, you know, you don't want someone to swipe your link underneath you, because they're saying that that can happen.
7: Brenda, yes. is this... Uh, this is just county, so it's just like, if you sign up, it's just only for Fayette County.
16: Okay. Any, it's, anybody that's going to record in Fayette County, but no, you can be from another county, you can live in here. Right, county,
7: but, but it's not going to catch it if it was something in another county. It's no, only counties, where you sign up at.
16: Yes, but more and more counties are doing it, right. and they're doing different types, but it's all, they call it property fraud alert, but it's, it's fraud alert, it's not just property, it's anything that gets filed in our official public records, and there's a lot of different things. There's, you know, wills and, and different things like that, a testamentary. There's a lot of things. And it's going to tell you what kind of what kind of item it is, and you're like, yes, I did do that. Okay.
7: okay. <laughs> it's records management money. Yes. So it's, it, it's going to be used for
16: certain I've things. It's one of them, so. Yes. I've got the money in there. And it, they're, they, they're willing to go down to 1500 okay. So I was looking at another company, and um, so we negotiated and we got it down.
4: So you're recommending that we...
16: So yes, the sooner we get it in place the better,
4: that way
7: if we do have to be recorded and prepared. I move we enter into an agreement with EDOC for property fraud alert software for May County property owners. Is there a second?
0: Second. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. 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 All opposed? The motion carries unanimous. Agenda item 22, consider to take appropriate action concerning acknowledging and signing four letters from textile regarding four bridge replacement projects and roadway closures on Bankee, is Benke. that it? Banke? Banke Road at Busby Branch, North Old Smithville Road at Buckners Creek, South Old Smithville Road at Live Oak Creek, and Wallace Road at Buckners Creek, all in Precinct 3. Projects are scheduled for a March 2023 letting. Typically construction starts two, three months after the letting date. Mm-hmm. You have to close them down?
4: Yes, and um, It's going to be an issue for some of the the construction for the solar farm, but I I told them up front that we're not going to stop these bridge projects just because it's going to inconvenience them because, you know, they have to get done. And we've already been, matter of fact, we we just had a bridge replacement done that we're going to finish paying the bill today, and that's part of the uh, agreement with TxDOT. So we've been, uh, I think we're good to go. We've already contacted the landowners and got agreements made for uh, the uh, right-of-way agreements. So it's moving on. Uh, so anyway, I move that we acknowledge the signing of four letters from TextDot regarding bridge replacement projects um, that are scheduled to start in March of 2023. Letting. Is there a second? Second. Any further discussion? I tell you, the the project that dot does with the bridges, it
6: saves the county just an ungodly <laughs> amount of money. If you would see the bridges that they're working on on the side of the road that they put in. There's no way, there's absolutely no way that I would have enough money in my budget just to pay for one bridge. Mm-hmm. Much less all the ones that they're doing. So this is just a great thing. I just can't say enough about it. But,
0: uh, all in favor. Uh-huh. All, right. all opposed. Mission care the mission. <laughs> Judge, <laughs> May I ask a question? Sure. Yeah. Why, would the, why would they be
3: putting
21: road on road, or a bridge on the county road? It's just the, it's the so way probably. that they, they
6: come through every two years and they inspect all the bridges in Trinity County and text up, picks out the ones that are suitable or safe for travel anymore or wow. efficient. The wow. and they go ahead and they pick them out and you have to do a 10% match and the 10% just say uh, the one that I did was on Bryant Road right next to Blaschke and uh, the right. uh, side road there that was going to be like $452,000 for that little small bridge there so I only had to uh, come Up with $45,000, and you don't even have to spend it on that bridge as long as you spend it somewhere in your precinct wow. to upgrade culvert pipings, drainage, or anything. That match goes toward that bridge, a textile pays for the whole bridge. It's Sorry. really, and uh, it's
7: it uses basically it's federal dollars, that text stock distributes, but it's really, I mean, like I said, the, the 10% can be in kind work and it doesn't have to be in the precinct. Like I, I had a, a water project that I was going to fix on a road, and I didn't have anything, and I believe. Luke had something. Yeah, so, maybe, so he's going to get the match for the work I'm mm-hmm. doing.
6: And whenever we just went to the conference in
7: Edna, Fayette
6: County has the most bridges out of anybody, yeah. any <laughs> surrounding county, nowhere close. Mm-hmm. Our people getting as many bridges
0: replaced as we are. And TechStot's right. also charged to inspect those, mm-hmm. you know, inspection mm-hmm. programs. So it helps us. Than that. Thank
15: you.
0: Okay, agenda item 23 is to consider take appropriate action on advanced funding agreements for the replacement or rehabilitation of a bridge off the state system between Texas Department of Transportation, Fayette County. That's regarding the Gebert Road over Hall Creek, Precinct 2. Yeah.
15: I'm not doing any repairs to this bridge because it, uh, main, the main beams, the webs are rusting through on it. And they told me that if I took the floor off and boxed them in. I could buy a little more time with it, but I mean, it's, I got it on there. I'm kind of like Harvey said, I'm not going to hold back once. It takes a while. It takes a while to get these projects going. So when you got one on there, you want to go with it if any way possible. So I moved it. We approved the funding agreement for the replacement of a bridge off the state system between Texas Department of Transportation and Fayette County for the Gapit Road Bridge over Hall Creek. Is there
7: a second? Second. Any further discussion? Judge Miller, this is this is the agreement for that ten percent that we were talking about the last one. So this is just you have to have this in place before you do anything else.
0: Gotcha. All in favor? Aye. 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 All opposed? The motion carries unanimously. Agenda item twenty four is to acknowledge, accept, and sign a resolution approving the refinancing of revenue bonds or notes by the New Hope Cultural Education Facilities Finance Corporation. On behalf of the town of New Hope Texas to refinance a portion of the outstanding obligations of health facilities located within Fayette County
13: and this is uh, what they're doing is they're refinancing part of the their money for New Hope Um, for Fayette County it's Montyville Nursing and Rehabilitation Center Um, and so they're just asking us to recognize and Give our thumbs up that they're okay to go ahead and refinance the, their uh, their bonds. So um, it's fairly standard procedure for what they're trying to for what they're trying to accomplish.
1: Why
0: would they even have to ask us?
13: You know, uh, just as to? like a local partner, okay. um, I'm sure that they probably the whatever bank they're working with is probably requiring them to get the approval from uh, all of their okay. all their partners, including us.
4: I move we sign a resolution approving the refinance refinancing of revenue bonds or notes by the New Hope cultural education facilities uh, that are um, outstanding obligations that are located within Fayette County is there a second second
0: any further discussion all in favor aye, aye. i opposed. oppose the motion carries unanimously agenda item 25 is to authorize Brenda Feetz our county clerk and Crystal would you Sinach. help me with that one? Sinoch Sinatch. Deputy Clerk to attend the 2023 County and District Clerks Association of the Texas Winter Conference to be held January 23rd to 26, 2023 in Round Rock, Texas. I so move. Second. Any further discussion? all in favor Aye. Okay. Right. all opposed the motion carries your names agenda item 26 consider to take appropriate action accepting all requests for proposals and our awarding requests for the financial auditing services for fiscal year ending 2023 20 2022 2023 and 2024 this is kind of a i think we deferred this last time until we get a little more information so cindy um i did hear
22: from sidell <coughs> and schrader or Seidel, or, uh, excuse me Seidel Schrader, yes. Um Michelle replied to me saying that it's been many years since she has audited a county. They do extensive auditing of city and other governmental uh, audits. Um she would be willing to sit down and meet with me if we did you know want to go and pursue that way. I had talked to um Lee County, Uh, I did not get to talk to Jared any further. He's been out. But they use a Brooks and Watson out of the Woodlands. They've been using them for many of years and seem to be very pleased with them. Um, Hopefully Jared will be in either this next coming week or the following week to where I can get more information from him on that. I was asked um, we, the proposal is for three years. I was just following what have been done in the past. Uh, and I think Austin, that, that was what Austin County kind of when they were going out for. Uh, I don't guess we have to do it for three years. If we wanted to do it for a year, we could go back for out for proposal and do it for a year or two, and then look at how they're doing. Um, the one thing we need to decide is if we do want to accept this one and not award it, and go back out further. Uh, I did consult with Blake on that. So we do need to do something, at least the one we do have.
0: Which is the... With Stevenson, LeGon, the, and, the Trilicek, and his, Now,
22: the one thing I do like is that I do have Greg here, with me being new, I do have Greg here where he can come into the office and sit down and work with me and show me if things need to be fixed or changed or what but I do like the fact that if we had somebody else new looking at it it may be you know that they would sit down for a whole week and tell me but I don't have them readily available here
4: it's up to y'all which I want
7: I mean I they're the only ones that bid it I don't have any reason to say not to accept it in my mind uh I mean I I wonder too, can I mean did we ask them if they would just take it for a year or not?
22: Was well, this the the proposal's for three years? Right. I would have to probably can I go and call them and ask them if we could do it for just a year or do I have to go out and redid it? Well, no. no, you can ask
13: them if they'd be willing to do it for a year and we can figure out
22: And then go
1: from there. Yeah. Since this
22: proposal's just for three?
7: Well I mean I say that being the fact that I mean this company we've never used before. No. So I mean, I, I'd hate to get locked into in three years, and there's something you don't like about them, their it's performance, hard. and then you're it's a little harder to get out of the agreement.
22: And was there anything in the agreement about if we didn't like them or had a problem, or if they had a problem?
19: I mean, all did I you have a chance point? to look at it,
13: Blake? Um, I mean, I don't. The the one for. Um, the one for Stevenson and the Le- Grand. Yes. Um, no, I didn't specifically look at what the default terms of that, but I mean, any typical contract going to have um, a, like a notice period. If you are uh, unhappy with the services that are getting performed, you have to provide them notice, give them an opportunity to cure or whatever the problem is, and if they don't, then you can get out of the get out of the contract. That would be fairly standard.
0: It doesn't sound to me like the other ones are that interested in it. I mean, you know. <laughs> so I agree with Commissioner McBroom. we got somebody that
22: Now my understanding from Greg was that uh, because he would not be able to sign off on the letters that he always did since he is supposed to be selling his part to them. Stevenson and LeBron would be the ones signing off those letters. I would Phil and I would ask to request for them to come in and then look at our stuff exactly. too, and not just throw a check in their life
4: I would think they would. They <laughs> got to sign off on his work, I'm sure. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But if you've got to go, you've got you'd have to go call him now and ask him, or we've got to defer this to the next meeting, or if if they would do a one year contract instead of three. Why don't we just <laughs>
6: just approve of the one-year
1: contract?
7: I move we accept all proposals and award the proposal to Stevenson, Legrand, and
2: file file. <laughs> no,
0: um, not sidle. Mm-mm. That's different. File no, no file. Oh, file. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
7: File. For the year ending twenty. 20- 22 all okay. the
6: way. But he's going to say one year contract?
7: Because that's only year that's up right now. Yeah.
6: But the, I thought it was for three. Isn't that what they proposed? Well, yeah, he's but just saying just, the state 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 just state. for the oh, year. In Indiana. Indiana. Yeah, my bad. Okay. bad my bad, isn't it? is there a
0: second? Second. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. All opposed? Motion carries unanimously agenda item 27 consider take appropriate action approving and adopting updates to our Fayette County personnel policy manual employee handbook
8: there isn't anything attached here specifically because there are some clerical errors in there we wanted to change the numbering system as well to where it kind of flows a little bit better from our old one to our new one I think there are some title changes Um, that also need to be incorporated in there. And I think there was just one other change to be more transparent, um, is that at the point an employee runs for a public office, then if they are exempt, then they are required to um, (laughs) fully account for their time Mm -hmm. instead of just how we have traditionally done that. And so that's (coughs) the other. The other
7: one though, the, uh, drug dog 2 was another change and just make sure that that, that time is accounted for on for the handling time. the dog and it's accounted for on the time. Right? Mm-hmm.
8: And so Sorry, once those are made then we'll bring those back officially and have those sections changed in your approval and then if you want to change it again at that point then we can do that.
0: Okay. What action do you need today?
8: Um, just, uh, I think maybe just list out uh clerical errors numbering system um, the one change for the um uh, elect,
4: uh running for office one and then that one so just those
8: four
5: changes okay are you going to make the motion <laughs>
7: sorry <laughs> i move we make the changes to the personnel policy manual employee handbook uh changing the clerical errors the numbering the changes to an exempt employee running for political office has to document their time and the canine handler for the county will have to document their time uh, for taking care of the dog.
0: Okay. Sir, second? Second. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. All opposed? The motion carries unanimously agenda item 28 is considered to take appropriate action concerning approving the payment of our currently due Fayette County bills and expenses
22: Cindy we had some that were we had quite a few in, a, in addition to our normal we have paid our to tack our auto insurance uh, for the whole year for next year is $129,783 we paid to tack our workers comp insurance Quarterly, we got the first quarter, $35,061. We had um, to structure works for part of the security system, $5,701.50. To Secure Tech Systems, part of the security system, $54,489. To H2O Partners for our hazardous mitigation grant, $34,086.40. We had uh, two investigators for two criminal cases uh, uh, Alamundi de la Lamar- Miranda, can I pronounce that <clears throat> $2,467.50. And then Lynn Marie Garcia, $5,350.86. And with this year, we've had quite a few extra expenses due to criminal trials I know and
0: I just saw Judge Marion the bill the court (coughs) order from did that seem a little high 3,500 scoots
8: yes but that compared to what we have had in the past for a statutory probate judge that is
22: a minimum amount I have had uh, quite a few just for the district courts the big yeah, trials we've had, those I works. I know. So we had also for VISTA solution <coughs> groups for the election through the HAVA grant, the Chapter 19 for DMS licenses, $12,910.50. With that bill, we have completely used up all of the HAVA security grant money she had. Okay. So we do not have to return any. We paid our first contribution. For 2023 to the Fayette County Appraisal District of $115,139.75. Then we had to uh, mark at which is our uh, medical uh, director for the EMS. We had a year end compensation of $5,000 for him throughout the year. He should have been getting more, and I was not notified. So Who is this? This Mike, was. The Mark, the
15: Oh EMS yeah. medical right. And
22: so we had to do a lump sum payment to him at the end of this year for Very five
1: thousand. We
22: had uh, two uh, we'll call Trinity Innovative Solutions for we'll really the LPR camera system, I don't, I don't. twenty thousand
1: nine
22: hundred thirty dollars, which
1: is was through a grant. Huh? If we
22: had, and this is coming out of the yeah, general yeah. fund right at the moment. Mm-hmm. Three of the sheriff's cars, enough, so. which we it's had easy. for five, but case. did not have enough in their general fund to pay for yeah. all five of them. Yeah. So that totaled to be one hundred sixteen yeah, thousand eight hundred two so dollars so for those three cars. Added we had yeah. Viking. Handheld x-ray imager, which is through a grant, $55,950. But they have
4: those cars in possession?
22: They have the cars. They were getting them all outfitted with the, the okay. decals and all that. Um, we had for Lauren concrete, for concrete through the Capcot grant for the Warrington recycling, $5,480. Uh, Also, for part of the Warrington Recycling, Texas Building and Roofing for the Purling, that's for the grant to $2,735.49. We We had gotten in now the truck for recycling from Brown Ford, $40,638.25, which ended up being a little bit more than what we had gone out for and budgeted for last year. Um, Texas Associate, okay, that was the auto liability. Uh, that was 110, that was 129 total there. Okay. JB Locke for the retainage fees on Founders Park $30,864.50. And is that through now completely with that payment? Okay. Yes. Uh, through our American Rescue Plans, we have paid for. The final draw in the Muldoon Courthouse, $21,325. To auto construction for draw number four in the Schoenlberg EMS building, $119,375. And then we had a few other items for like the Muldoon Courthouse. Uh, that was about $500, $600 on that.
4: <clears throat> on the, that was for... Uh we bought the material for the burglar bars. Yes. And uh, so we built them at our shop and then took them back to uh, k and and they painted them and, and, and mounted them. And then on the the well, the pressure tank was blown out and we had to order a new pressure tank and our guys put that on it. So that was that additional $500. Okay.
22: Kirby 4 for Paving Summit Street, $51,408. Uh, RES sure. construction for draw number three for Zorovich Lane, bridge replacement,
4: $10,125? Mm-hmm. That was for part of the textile match. Okay. And it's, so the bridge is, is completed and- That's the so final it, one? That's it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And on those, it was a lot. So in November, I went to the county auditor and I, and I gave her a detailed list of what I needed to spend mm-hmm. and she told me if I could or couldn't, if I had money enough. so. And then we had, we had $35,000 forklift that we pushed off till next year, so make sure I had money I didn't write a check I couldn't pay for
22: and then uh, the other five sheriff's cars we took out of their forfeiture for a total of 194670 and I let Ski know that that's what I had to do E. doc from the county clerk's records archive fund for her fiscal year 2022 archive number two $6,279 And I'm currently working on budget amendments because this was our last pay for the end of for the fiscal year of 2022 on expenses. And the only thing we will have left out of expenses will be our last payroll that will run next week.
0: When's my last check?
22: <laughs> you will get that uh, in the... Uh,
1: no, you will still have one more check after... Oh, we will. Yeah, wow. still have one in January because you'll
22: have your December last week.
1: Okay, all right.
22: And just a reminder for all of y'all, I did send out emails, so whoever has yeah, time cards that can get them, in. get them in today. Please do, because with Monday being a holiday, we're very crunched
4: next week.
0: Okay. Thanks, Sandy.
4: Mm-hmm. I move we pay the current Fayette County bills. Is there a second? Second. Any further discussion? I recuse my vote.
0: All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed? The motion carries almost unanimously, but not. Okay. Agenda item 29 uh, is to enter into closed executive session pursuant to government code sections 551.071 to deliberate a matter that includes consultation with attorney with final action to be taken in open session. So.
11: We do that? Can I introduce um, uh, our friend from Tito here real quick? Who who we got? This, this is um, Mark Mayberry. Sorry, I was going to introduce during our um, uh, my speech earlier, but he had to go out and take okay. a call for Fortino. Thank you, him, Mark. Yeah, Mark, are sure. you uh, liaison for Fayette uh, County and Caldwell County? Uh, News
0: region, right? for TM. Yes. yeah. Yes. Okay, good. Well, thank yes, you. So you want uh, to give us a little background? Just tell us. You okay. Know.
20: Uh, my name is Mark Mayberry. I I live in Luling, Texas, which isn't too far from here. Um, I'm married to the game warden out there in Cobo County. And uh, I recently, in uh, October, I retired after 23 years in law enforcement and took this job with Teetham as a county liaison officer. I'm based in Cobo County, but I'm assigned to Fayette County as well, so I try to spend a day or two each week out here. Um, my main role is to support, support Greg's office and the local emergency management here in Cabo and Fayette counties. From the state side. So, in the uh, event of an emergency or disaster, and we exhaust resources here, um, they can come to me and I can assist in getting additional resources to support uh, disaster efforts. Locally and in well,
6: we
0: appreciate it. Glad to be
20: here and I look forward to being able to help as much as possible.
0: Do you hunt and fish?
20: I do. I uh, bet you obey the law, don't
1: <laughs>
20: you? <laughs> yeah. No pressure. I took my first year last year. Oh, okay. And I made darn sure I got everything right. <laughs> she, she could punish me in more ways than just okay. the law. So. <laughs> Very nice. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for coming Thanks for here. having me. Appreciate it. It.
0: <laughs> Okay, so do I have a motion to uh, move into closed session?
4: I move we enter in to close executive session.
0: Is there a second? Second. Okay, for we're gonna need the commissioners, we're gonna need the county attorney, we're gonna need Cassie, we're gonna need our emergency management coordinator and our auditor. Okay. Do I have a motion? We have to reconvene into open open session, open forum. Is there a second? Second. Any further discussion? Okay, we're now back into open session and on agenda item 29, there is no action to be taken.
8: 31.
0: I mean, 31. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Is it? Yes. Okay, 31, there is no action to be taken. But that
6: said, do I have a final motion? I would like to say something. You will. I would like to thank Judge Weber for the great job that he's done. Ever since I've been up here in the commissioner's court, I know it's been a big learning process and everything. I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity the chance and uh, pointing me and putting your trust in me. And so I'd like to thank you.
4: Thank you.
1: That's good. Appreciate
0: it. It's
6: been an honor.
0: It's been an honor. Uh, I want to thank the county for giving me the opportunity to serve. And it's been an honor to serve this county. And I'm looking forward to residing here. And
7: continuing to see y'all and working with you. Thank y'all very much. Do I have a motion? I move we adjourn as long as one person seconds it. I second. <laughs> Is there any further discussion? <clears throat>
0: Merry Christmas. God bless all of you. Have a great holiday and safe holidays. All in favor? Aye. 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 All opposed. <laughs> motion carries unanimously. Thank you.